0: Sofrito Speaks is a podcast curated by Latinos for Latinos.
1: Sazonando all our cultural differences and stirring up calderos with our opinions.
0: Come have a seat at the table and pass cheese with us. Okay. Okay.
1: Hey yo, what it do, it's your boy Rue and I'm coming for you. <laughs> Welcome to Sofrito Speaks. Our podcast is put together with three different sections. First, we start off the show with El Chisme. And
0: that's when us, your hosts, catch you up on all the latest tea and what had us all week, followed by Caldero Talk.
1: Caldero Talk is the part of the show where we introduce any guests we may have, also dissect and discuss our topic. Then after all the messiness, we gather our lives and head back to the table for Ma's number one rule. A reposal!
0: That's when we will sit, shout out all our supporters, and wrap up the show before we head back to our lives.
1: Head back to our lives, head back to our motherfucking lives!
0: But it is, me, gente! We are back!
1: Hey. We are here with y'all ready to give it
0: of pew, pew, this pew, pew.
1: Pew. En sofrito. Hey, yo, what's poppin'? Welcome back to Sofrito Speaks. This is episode number seven, Siete. ya tu sabes. We
0: sabe.
1: are gonna be touching the topic of the year, culture shame. shaming. La cultura yes. is yes. suffering because motherfuckers got us fucked up. Mm. We're gonna skip all the messiness and go straight into our first section, which is el, el Chisme. Chisme. Yo, so tell me so how tell me how. Tell me how ain't nothing but, but video Tell, tell
0: me, me how ain't nothing but got uh, me fucked up. Hey, tell, tell, tell me, me how. how I, I never, never wanna
1: never hear wanna hear you say El
0: cheese this way. Anyways
1: and I say El chisme's <laughs> this <laughs> Ah, uh, that was such a good song. There's no
0: reason! <laughs> what was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> what it is, mi gente? It's your girl Nina Montañez. Hey,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. hey, yo, what it do with your boy, Ru? Ru,
0: Ru. Anyways, so we are going to get into El Chisman, what had us fucked,
1: fucked up. up
0: this week. You know what I'm saying? What had us whole uh, deal? off, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we just gonna jump right into this-ish. And I right, so this Friday I went out with a couple of my cousins and we went to go see um
1: P P I saw that on Instagram. Cute.
0: Uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, we went to go see John Leguizamo's Latin History for Morons, and mm. um, it was a really great show. We my cousin Chris actually got us like front row tickets. Like I was laughing so hard at one point, my cousin was like, "Yo, John deadass keeps looking over at you," and I was like, "You know what? That's what it is because if John Leguizamo yo, looks at me." Nah, calls me what, out, were
1: you really like yo, doing it your Nina it laugh? Was like, your yo, Nina
0: like, laugh. Head back clapping de todo de todo, de todo. everything 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 um so uh, you y'all yo, was that a, was that a recorded special, special? No, but his special is actually on Netflix. so oh, You can see that. And it's me for morons. Um, I will and be watching. It was an amazing show. That's if He ever comes back with it. It was so fucking good. But yeah. So and it John was, is
1: such a like veteran to the culture, though.
0: Yes, like dead ass. He's amazing. John Leguizamo. He really. It was a one man show. Mm, you know, he did this all, whole. That's whole, all we need. Him. One man. That's you know <laughs> what I'm saying. I'll be monogamous like that. You know what I'm saying. Um. Anyways, so we were having a good time. Whatever. Show was amazing. A lot of fucking laughs. Great. So we're leaving. As we're leaving, there's this young woman, um, uh, African American, and she was bashing the show. Now I was talking to my cousin. Um, her and I are walking side by side, and we're just like we're whatever, engaging in conversation, just like talking shit, just being like whatever, just having a good time. And I overhear this young lady, and she is like going in about the show, and. From what I gathered from eavesdropping, because that's what the fuck I was doing at this point, because now I'm heated that she's talking all this shit. So I'm looking at my cousin, and I'm like, yo, Mel, you hear this? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, is she, did she like the show, or did she not like the show? Like, I can't gauge what she's talking about. And she was like, Nina, she didn't like the show. And I'm like, oh, okay, bet. So now I'm listening more intently. And she's basically, like, she's going in about the show. The show, Quick Synopsis, it's literally Latin history for morons. It starts from, like, before, like, the 1800s and leads all into now and how... And John basically covers how, you know, a lot of these... Um, we've been misinformed. Our people are not on any of the textbooks that we um, grew up right. learning about and things like that. So he was giving us that information and the textbooks that we could actually purchase facts, to facts. read if we wanted to read up on that information and get more on it. He did like a quick thing about it. You know, he went into the Mayans, the Aztec, the Incas went into everything about it and it was it was just it was dope because he added that comedic aspect to it. So it was amazing and you know he went on to say that we have been the Hispanic people have been involved in every single major war in America and we are very coveted when it comes to honors and awards and things like that that we've won but those are the things that you haven't read in your textbooks. Mm. Imagine me, I can imagine me being in a classroom as a kid and literally Hearing all these, yeah. Wonderful you don't things hear about, about those things. You don't hear those things, especially so,
1: like in our in our city where it's right. And right Hispanics. now, it's
0: the same thing for you know black people, African Americans. Yeah, yeah. We only it's hear about thing. white history. You only hear white history, exactly. So and then you only hear like the bad about you know um black history and things like that. So it's like this was our this was our moment to under to to get to know our history. Ooh, I wish I would have. You know what I'm that saying? It was so it was amazing and. This woman is bashing that, and she was basically saying like she didn't understand why the whole show was like about Latin history. And I'm like, motherfucker, it's, uh, it's in, in the title. The that's like my thing is I was heated because I'm it like, yablo, weird. I'm I'm pro black. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm pro black. We yo, would I'm our people. We I, both. I'm, we would
1: our people. We would our people. Yeah, you we, know what we, I'm saying? We,
0: we stand. We stand for real, for real. Mm. But I was I was upset because I was like, damn, yo, like that's how you felt, like. But to and then I I was like hold on wait a minute you sitting here bashing a show about that literally says Latin history for morons, okay? That's like going to a fucking salsa concert and being pissed that they only play salsa.
1: (laughs) But motherfuckers be pissed. Like why didn't they? It's like it's
0: like well why didn't they play any hip hop? Why didn't they play any?
1: Where um, was Cardi?
0: Yeah, why didn't they play any any Nicki and stuff? And it's like that's not what the fuck you came here for. You know what I'm saying? So I was mad and like. I wasn't like angry to the point where I wanted to start an argument. I I actually wanted to sit with this girl and talk to her, and see her point of view. And that, my friends, is how the fuck I know I have matured as a person, because Nina, a couple years back, would've been like, bitch, what the fuck you no, talking I about? Got, I got, I got. You know I what I'm saying? I nah, fuck you up, nah, 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 I wouldn't have been that deep, but I would've been like, yo, what the fuck are you even nah, talking nah, about? Like, nah, I nah, nah, would've nah, nah, came nah, at nah, her nah, sideways nah, for sure. Like, nah, I would not have stopped to think about how to approach the situation, but I really did wish that I could've stopped her and been like, well, why do you think that? Because I think that, you know, you went into a show, again, Latin history for morons, John Leguzamo. And you thought what did you think it was gonna be about? Like she just like
1: was when, when she was ranting about it, was she saying like oh, No, what she did- said
0: was if you are a descendant from Spain, you are a rapist, you are what caused the oppression for black oh, that's people. That's what she said? And I was like, Yeah. So why did you why did
1: you buy tickets to hear about that? <laughs> I'm confused. I would have turned around with that response. Like, if that's what you think, then clearly you didn't Gain any knowledge from this show, so right? And John wha- was
0: basically just talking about how Latin American history, just like our Black history, goes far beyond slavery. Goes far beyond being oppressed in America. It goes far beyond that. You know, gold being stolen, um, all these treasures being stolen from these lands and and invading these these beautiful countries, these islands, and everything. That's what he was talking about. But he was speaking on it from the Latin point of view. What the fuck did you think you was walking into, sweetie? That's that's my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't get how you walk into something like that and have a fucking attitude at what the shit is about. It's in the motherfucking title. What's going with you, sis? She but,
1: thought this was behind the music. You know what? <laughs> but I
0: digress. That was what had me fucked up. Ruben, it's on over to you, boo-boo. Let me know, let him know what the fuck had you hold
1: Let me let you week. know what the fuck had me hold you last week. First of all, Friday night as well. I, I messaged, I text messaged a uh, so-called friend of mine, quote unquote. My okay, because you know I'm hitting him up, and I'm like, you know, I haven't spoken to him since August, so I'm like, I want to see how he's doing. You know, mental health is real. Check up. I saw right, a lot right, of things right. on my Instagram, like they were saying, you know, people were posting Friday for some reason. You know, check up on your friends. Be that friend who checks up on your friends. And I'm like, all right, let me be, let me do that. Let me reach out. It is now Monday and I haven't heard a word back from this nigga. I don't have time, people. Like, I don't have time. There is no way you can tell me you were busy. There's no way you can tell me you missed a text when I know how your phone operates. I know you personally. I know how you operate. If you do not want to keep in contact with someone, be clear about your intentions. Point blank and period. If I don't want to be someone's friend, I'm going to just (laughs) lightly let them know I don't want to be your friend. Don't waste your time. Don't waste my time. Point blank and period. Facts like you, yo. I was dead sitting there like the whole day, like, really, though? Like, I'm not gonna get a text back. Ah, bet, 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 bet. Mind you, we were supposed to be riders, like, we're supposed to be right there with each other all the time. But, uh, I mean, I can't control the narrative. So, <laughs> um, moving forward, this past weekend, I spent it, um, cleaning basically, rearranging the house with my mother. And that in itself was is a mission. We're still not even done. We started we, we started Wednesday.
0: No, no, no! Stop playing. When did you start ripping off the rug?
1: I started. Uh, I started. Uh, we started actually moving everything out of my brother's room last Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took everything out of the like the rug and everything. I took it out on Thursday. That lasted until Saturday. And it's just, if you go into our house right now, it looks like a construction zone. It's insane. Mm. It is insane how many things people throughout the years save. And it's just crazy. I'm a minimalist. I live off of a bed, a frame, the television, the internet, the laptop, a speaker for my music. <laughs> and that is about it. All my clothes get you know hung up in the closet. Yo, I have a little bin Ruben for- Women
0: literally can just do like- a bed <laughs> and a closet. Like, you know what it is though. Also, like, but I appreciate. It. I've I spent like
1: that. a lot of time living on my own. Like since I was fifteen, jumping house to house. So I don't have to carry anything with me. I've learned that throughout the years. Oh, I'm damn, good with what right. I have on my back. Wow, I didn't even think about that.
0: Oh. Perspective. That is called perspective.
1: The <laughs> but other than that, um, I had a really good week last week. Uh, uh, also, people. Uh, PSA: If you want to be on the show, uh, don't cancel last minute. Okay. <laughs> Putting a sour bandaid on that, but I'm Go just saying, you. moving forward, if you are not ready to be on air, please stay over there, okay? Okay. But yeah, that's what had me fucked up. That's my achievement for the week. What about you? Everything was...
0: Everything was good. Uh, that's uh, what I... Your
1: week wasn't actually... I haven't spoken to you since like Thursday or Friday. Yeah,
0: Ruben, um... No, me no, no, no. First anymore. of all, first of all... He doesn't love me anymore.
1: Ruben is on his straight, straight guy shit right now. You know, like
0: who's going to hit me up when he has time, I guess. You I know what I'm saying? Okay I'm just
1: it. I'm just doing what I got to do for my mama, you know? I mama's little boy.
0: You know what I'm saying, but like <laughs> But it, still, it hurts though. It hurts a little bit. I'm not even <sighs> I, gonna I don't front. got I don't I got time for your feelings. Um, no, you know what? No, I don't have time for your feelings. No, 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 I got time for you today, motherfucker. <laughs> all
1: right.
0: This motherfucker be out here asking me all types of questions and I'm waiting for him to be like, "Hi, how are you?" It's like, "Hey, question, can you do this Is
1: Yo like... Straight Damn to the point. Dude, straight to the point.
0: Nina, how you? How you? How's your mental? I know you wanna know rent right about. Yo, sooner, that's so crazy. Be,
1: that's so crazy. No, and I'm not gonna lie to you because the other day when on Friday I was seeing all those posts, I was thinking about like damn, you know, who Who can I ask how you know how they're doing and stuff? Because I, when I see those posts, especially when I see them consistently on my Instagram feed, right, right. I think to myself, that's like the universe trying to send me a message. I know it's not, but it is in my mind. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, who can I really hit up? And I don't really have a lot of people that I talk to besides you and like whoever you bring me around. Um, so <laughs> other than I that, that, I no. keep it just very light. So <laughs> I was like, oh, let me hit up my friend. And then like, I was like, oh, she... But you were out. I did see you were out, and I did see you were having good time. You didn't really rant this weekend.
0: I did, though. Yeah, I was. So I was like,
1: "Oh, sis is in a good mood.
0: Sis is growing up."
1: But let me no. Let me tell y'all about her, okay? Because I done asked her three questions, and I waited three days, and it is still the fourth day, and I have not received an answer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I am now in her face, and there is still no answer Ube, to be what given. What is
0: it that you want? Let's
1: do Wilmington. No, 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 no. Okay. We'll Th- this Wilmington. is not the time of the place, baby girl. You want to call but me
0: out? i to answer the question. Peep, peep,
1: peep, peep, peep. Cardi don't need more peep. <laughs> We're going to move on to our next section, which is a Caldero Talk. Pichon. <laughs> hey yo welcome back to the next section here, here. we started off with el chisme now we're in caldero talk today's episode is about culture shaming uh so nina tell us a little bit about what culture shaming means to you
0: um for me and like at least in my experience it's a lot of you know you're not you're not good enough to identify as you know a puerto Rican woman or you're not you're not Puerto Rican enough. You're not. You're just not enough. For me, it's always been you're just not enough to be able to identify with being that of a Puerto Rican, being of Puerto Rican descent. Um, which is kind of, kind of, it just sucks because it's coming from my own people. And like, I ride for my peoples. They piss me off, but I ride for my peoples. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it's definitely that's definitely what it is. Like, it's just. Yeah. Not feeling like you're good enough because you are lacking in this area. You're lacking in that area. And instead of looking at the person overall and how much pride they have in the culture, it's like, well, you can't be prideful because you don't speak Spanish fluently. Or you oh can't be prideful God. because, you know, you don't wear, you know, door knocker earrings and, you know, clap in between each phrase. <laughs> um But yeah, so I mean, those are stereotypes, but we can get into those too. What about you, Ruben?
1: I think for me, like, I am super Hispanic, but I'm not Puerto Rican enough. Mm. They'd be like, oh, you mad Dominican? You mad this? You mad that? But I've never, I have never once been asked if I was Puerto Rican. (laughs) They hear me talk Spanish and they're like, are you Dominican? And I'm like, no, but. Same. And I experienced it more. Shaming on my culture in my household and in and, and the community that I lived in mm-hmm. growing up, you know, because people always made me feel different because I was Puerto Rican and I wasn't Dominican or, or, or I represented Puerto Rico so much, but I wasn't from there or, you know, stuff like that. So that's what right. culture shaming for me means. Um, when was the first time that you can say you actually like said to yourself, yo, that's culture shaming, that you experienced culture shaming?
0: Um. Honestly, honestly, I want to say like mm, 2007, 2018, when you know, just the the term just shaming came about, and it mm. was, um, you know, whether it was body shaming
1: or, oh or it was. You can literally shame anything and make shaming. it a term. Yo, dead yep. ass, dead yeah, ass. That's the world we live in. Um, but culture shaming is real, homes. <laughs>
0: no, culture <laughs> shaming is real, and it wasn't until you know recently, and that was only like two years ago. You know what I'm saying? So it it was. That being brought to my attention and being like, Oh Excuse shit. Excuse me,
1: don't word shame me.
0: Yo, get the fuck out. <laughs> get good. And bye. Anyways. Um, so it was definitely within the most recent years where more people are becoming Aware. More aware yeah, yeah. that these are issues within our community. And um I always I, I used to laugh it off because I'm like, haha, you guys are being funny. But like
1: right, that actually
0: I think it played the back of my mm-hmm. mind and because now this in, in the society that we're in now it's, it's coming to the forefront um of my mind that like yo like this isn't okay like you can be proud of your heritage you can be proud of you know your lineage and where you come from and you don't have to be born there to be proud of your family's history and things like that and it just I just think it's whack man I yeah. really do I think it's so fucking whack like yeah. who are you to tell me I'm not Puerto Rican enough because I can't make a pate Long off the top of my head, like. Mm, mm. Bye. Mm-hmm. Like, get the. Fuck I out can of
1: use here. Google though.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, I can look up somebody's, you know, Wellapucci's, like. Wellapucci. <laughs> That's actually not our grandmother's name at all. But, anyways, if you but watch the last. But there is a the Puerto Rican
1: grandmother out there. What? Who is Wellapucci? Yeah. She sells limbes out the <laughs> window, right there on Arlington Street in Hampshire. <laughs>
0: Where is the lie? Where is the fucking (laughs) lie? Anyways, but yeah, so that was definitely more recent. So I want to say like 24, 25 was when I actually started to um, understand that. What about you?
1: Um, Like same thing with you. I think in 2015, like I really realized what culture shaming was. Um, I grew up, like I said, my whole household is basically Dominican. That's crazy. Um, everybody speaks a Dominican lang- uh, accent. Accent, sorry. Okay. And um, yeah, so I picked it up. When I was growing up, my father really hated it. Like, he hated when I would say.
0: Vaina?
1: No, I, when I would say, I think it's. What, Puerto Rican say pegao. And
0: you said con con.
1: And I said con yes. con, I remember, bro? I remember.
0: Pegao, pegao.
1: There was a whole <laughs> thing like. <laughs> He was tight. He was like, don't ever say that at my house. Da, da, da. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not that deep, my guy. I'm like, my guy, I just want the rice from the Marama that carnero. I don't know what the fuck the name is. i the crunchy rice if I right. put it on my plate. Right, like, <laughs> and so, but my whole life, I've always experienced culture shaming. When I was home and I would be, like, speaking and with those strong R's or whatever, like, my family would just look at me weird, like, "What? what's going on so, over there? What are we
0: doing? <laughs> we don't do that.
1: <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. Um, nah, but you know, a little
0: Puerto Rican accent, when you from the island, that shit is thick. thick
1: but it, thick. I, I think it's thick, but I, I respect it. You know, uh, I, I'm, when I'm I'm I when I moved to New York and I actually saw a real Puerto Rican culture being represented and respected, mm. I took a lot more pride in it, which is probably why I feel a lot more like homey being over there, even though I'm not from there, you know? Because it's It's celebrated. You know, especially the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Like, over here, you got Puerto Rican night, and there's, like, 30 niggas in, in Viva Nightclub. Like, whatever. Bye. But over there, like, they shutting down blocks. They bringing Puerto Rican celebrities. Mm. Like, the culture is real. There's flags everywhere, which is amazing. As as they do for the Dominican culture, right. the Dominican festival as well. But I, I really feel like over there, I really started to really uh, own my Puerto Ricanness, if you must say.
0: Yeah, when... Uh, you just um triggered a memory for me when you said um you know just like being prideful and wanting to represent and it just feeling like home to you because of how prideful that they are um my first the first time i ever went to puerto rico i was 23 and i remember like walking out of the airport and like getting the first like just the That's smell That's a memory you're never gonna Puerto forget. Like yeah. just the air yeah. in Puerto Rico. And I remember like thank God I had shades on cause like I low-key like teared up because I was just so happy. Like I, like it was almost oh, like my just it was literally like my soul was like your home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't born there and as sad as it is to say, is I, I don't remember ever specifically being told that you should be proud to be Puerto Rican. Yeah. I was never told that like, you know, this is this is us and this is what we do. Like I was never told that. Um, a lot of it was more so shying away from that and from being that more and, Americanized. Yes, which yes, sucks yes, yes, because yes. I feel like I miss out on a lot of things and that's why I'm I go so hard now for for being Puerto Rican and being Latina and um I I, I love things with so much passion because I feel like it was never given to me, more so taken. So I'm trying to take it back. Yeah. And when I was first in Puerto Rico, like, I, like, wow. I was just so blown away by just, like, old San Juan is just different. And yeah, it's touristy and stuff like that, but I also did travel to other places, um, um like Bayamon and, you, and like, Papillas and stuff touristy, like that. It's touristy,
1: but it's not...
0: It's just how—it's not
1: Times Square touristy, like, to, to attract you just to buy things and stuff. It's, it's still preserved, right. and it's so much it's history like old, behind old, yeah, it. There's it's so much like history. just
0: this old, just beautiful feel, yep. and it's just so... And it's like a playground,
1: honestly, because I remember a, the, oh God, I the last time so I went what? over there, like, I was on the side of the island. I, my stepmom was like, don't go down there. I'm like, fuck that. Like, I'm girl, going down here girl. where the waves are. If I die, call my mom. I said,
0: what's but, no, but I just, yeah, you know, like, again, like, there was just so much, I just felt So like much that you were I taken away, to, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I almost, like, it was almost like the wind was knocked out of me. Like, I just, I fi- I was home, like, I just felt like I was home, I was where I needed to be, where I wanted to be. And
1: I um, and I feel like a lot of Hispanics, uh, when we go back to our, our homelands, that's how we feel. Like, Dominicans speak so highly of Dominican Republic, because they, they were installed, installed Nah, it was instilled. Instil- it was mm-hmm. instilled in them since childhood. So, like, I feel like for us, especially Puerto Ricans in this area, in Lawrence and Methuen, the Merrimack Valley, I have yet to meet other Puerto Ricans who are so proud of being Yo, Puerto
0: Rican. I mean, I meet more Dominicans that are just proud of who they are than I meet Puerto
1: Ricans. And I, listen, I'm proud of. I'm proud for anyone. Like, yeah. I'm proud for my Dominican brothers and sisters. I'm you right there with ahead. them. But you know, it just feels good when you when you're around. People who just kind of like get the lingo, get the get the little jokes right. that you guys and it's have. Like, you know, I
0: have like people that like make fun of me because when I do speak Spanish, like people like some like my Spanish is not the best, but like I can definitely get my message across if I have to. Um, and I'm still working on it. It's a muscle. It's it's something that has to be you know exercised. Yeah. And you know, for a good portion of my life, it was not something that was constantly practiced. You know what I'm saying? So it's now that I'm older that I understand the importance of the language, and I I'm clinging to it like i really want to learn more and when i'm at work sometimes my job it's gonna require me to have to speak spanish to parents in order to relate to relay a message and things like that and i have parents actually ask me like oh like like do it dominicana and i'm like no yo soy puertorriqueña, whatever and they're like, no, but your accent is that of a Dominican. And I'm like, you want to know why my accent sounds more Dominican than anything? <laughs> it's because my Dominican brothers and sisters, my put friends,
1: they were me... the
0: ones And they that... forced
1: you to speak Spanish. Exactly.
0: They were like, no, you need to learn how to speak yeah, Spanish. Yeah. You know, like they would purposely talk to me in Spanish and like I would like, they wouldn't force me to respond to them, but like it made my, it, it strengthened how I understand the language. You know what I'm saying? And... When people are like, "Why do you say that? That sounds mad Dominican," and I'm like, "Well, because they were the only fucking ones that took the right. time out of their day and to that... give a fuck about how I didn't speak Spanish fluently. Okay. So they wanted to help me out. Okay. Now, if okay. you want to continue talking your shit, okay. talk your shit somewhere the fuck else. Because okay. if you contribute to me learning the language or talk your shit, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick my Dominican my Dominican homies because right. they even the parents like it's. I would walk into people's houses and meet, like, their grandmother or, you know, Dominicans always have their grandmother living with them.
1: Facts. <laughs> I mean, the grandmother <laughs> or meeting,
0: you know, like, somebody, and then they'll ask me, like, oh, because they think I am Dominican just because they think I look Dominican. And that that's no shade. You know what it is? Like, Dominican is still Hispanic, so thank you for telling me I look Hispanic. Okay. And she'll be like, oh, you know, again, ¿tu sieres dominicana I'm like, no, Puerto Rican. And then my, yeah, my friend yeah. will be like, shout out to Izzy. Izzy will be like, no, that bitch is Puerto Rican. She don't speak no Spanish. Duh. Of course she's Puerto Rican, and at first I would get like, like be a little salty about it, and I'm like, yo, but you're not wrong though. Like I've met more Puerto Ricans that don't speak Spanish than I have met Dominicans, and if I I met a Dominican that doesn't speak Spanish, it's because they chose. not right. to speak. They made the They'll decision. have
1: such a wall up about it. Yeah,
0: man, like, it's crazy, yo.
1: Yeah, and it, it's crazy how just, like, Puerto Ricans don't want to speak Spanish over here. But you know what I realize is that a lot of Puerto Ricans who do not want to speak Spanish, it is because, one, they are not from the islands. Mm. So they don't feel confident in their Spanish. Right. So that's why they put that behind them. If you are from the islands and you go over there with that English, they're going to read you for filth. Oh... Uh... <laughs> You know... Depends what parts of the island. Yeah, it definitely
0: depends what part of the island you're in. What barrio
1: you're in. Pretty fucking
0: much. Because, you know, um, the couple places that I've been, when we went and we were ordering food or whatever, like, it it almost, like, when my sister and I first went to Puerto Rico, we thought we were like, fuck, we're going to have to speak Spanish this whole time because we're with two white girls and they're not going to understand and blah, (laughs) blah, blah. blah. Like, we were just like, fuck, we're all fucked because we're at this point, we're all white girls. Like, fuck it. Um,
1: Yeah, and in in Puerto Rico, if you're not from the islands, you're white.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It um, don't matter
1: how Puerto Rican, you could be out there like, wepa. They're like, blanquito! No, gringa! <laughs> calmate!
0: Siéntate! Um, but yeah, so we went to this one place called La Casita um, in Carolina, Puerto Rico. And we okay, went Okay,
1: location! <laughs> okay, barrios! What's okay. good? We
0: went there um, literally every day because breakfast was... I'm telling you, when I had their coffee... I promise you, it was. I, I thought that Hola Rosa was in the back making this shit because it tasted just <laughs> like my grandmother's. I was like, I'm coming here every day for breakfast. I'm gonna like, well, fuck mm, that's, max out all my credit cards. That's this is always I'm fun coming. though when
1: you're when you're somewhere different and you can find a good breakfast. No, okay, so, so <laughs> like...
0: my sister and I are always constantly making fun of Sulma and being like, um, you know, we mommy never cooks and mommy cook like mommy's very Americanized yeah, and yeah. blah 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 blah. We got there and we were like, oh, okay, so we got like you know eggs and papitas, <laughs> home fries, whatever. And we started eating. And my sister looked at each other. We were like, bro, this does is what this, mommy cooks. Yo, we literally looked at each other. We were like, this tastes exactly like what mommy makes. And we're sitting there like, so we have been eating Puerto Rican dishes our oh, whole
1: life.
0: <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> yo, we were bashing Sulma for years. Like, you never cook Puerto Rican food, and you. Oh. And I think like our no because. For us, it was like, we thought Puerto Rican food was like fritura, and everything had to be right, fried food, right. and it had to be a con They got like, some healthy pollo, shit, you know, you know they got like, some regular um, shit. Um, we didn't think of, like, breakfast. We, right. we didn't think about lunch. We only thought about, like, dinner. And my mom was like, Taco Tuesdays, Pasta Wednesdays, mm, you know what I'm saying, and mashed potatoes, and Drunk one. Sticks Thursdays. Okay, um, okay. Mommy always had something different, you know, chefing it up, but... We really thought like we weren't eating that shit for real, for real. And we, and it turns the fuck out. We've been eating the shit.
1: (laughs) You've been put on your whole life. life.
0: We've been put on. Yeah. So it it was, I think God was like, boom. boom. Toma, pa' que te coge. (laughs)
1: Yeah, definitely in my house, like my mother, uh, I would say she cooks very Dominican. Mm -hmm. Um, The way the food tastes is different. You can definitely tell. Um, my stepmother, though, when she used to live back here in in Lawrence, um, she used to cook the best Puerto Rican meals. And my grandmother, a chef, set up Puerto Rican AF. And for a long time, like I was so like against eating my mom's food. But then I, when I moved out, and I was like, you know what? I kind of really do miss my mom's food. And now I'm like, okay, cool. Like, whatever. She cooks Dominican, whatever. It is what it is. But, like, I've explained to her, now that we're adults, like, you know, I just really like a really good Puerto Rican dish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I cooked mm-hmm. uh, pa- this this past summer, I cooked a Puerto Rican dish. Like, the pink beans, the white rice with some chicken. And it started a whole conversation at the dinner table, because I was just like, I don't understand why you guys – don't celebrate Puerto Rican culture. And they were just like explaining their parts, you know, my brother, my mother, and we were all going back. And I got emotional because I was just like, I feel like my whole life, I've always been told, don't celebrate your Puerto Rican culture, mm-hmm. you know? And when you leave Lawrence and when you leave Methuen in the Merrimack Valley, it's a very big thing. In California, motherfuckers was going crazy when I said I was Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. They were like, yo, you're has yeah, Puerto Rican? The... And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yo, so what's it like out there? And I'm like, it's just like Mexico, but better. No, I'm just yo,
0: kidding. Yo, get the <laughs> fuck out, my guy.
1: Anywho, that was a joke. Don't come for my Instagram.
0: Don't come for me. Let's Don't go
1: me. into some, um, what are we doing right now? We're going into some experiences with culture shaming, like some things that we've been told before.
0: So, like stereotypes and yes, like Yes, oh, that.
1: stereotypes. That's the word I wanted to use. You know, that's why Nina's here, because she's smart. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, what you got? What you got on your end?
0: Um, for me, when it comes to, you know, stereotypes, I think one of the biggest stereotypes is that, uh, speaking on the perspective of a woman. Woman. Um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, all Puerto Rican women are crazy. And if you saw my rant this this, this past but, weekend...
1: But was she lying?
0: No, I wasn't lying. There was no lie. No, you... No, 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 And there's, there's no diss to my sisters in the hood and stuff like that, but I have yet to meet an educated Puerto Rican woman who it will stoop to that level. Like, I, me personally, I would then look at you and be like, are you done? You're not going to get a reaction out of me because there's no reason for me to
1: The type of reaction that you're looking for, I cannot provide. I can't give you so on to per next. my last email. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you I can't. But I mean I I hate that stereotype because like like I said in episode 5 when it comes to like dating, whenever I'm like on oh, Puerto Rican, and men are literally like, "Oh, so you crazy." Mm,
1: um no. well no. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Nope. The things that, like, set me off are not things that a man's going to set me off about.
1: Also, that also uh, pertains to men as well because, yeah. like, when I tell people I'm Puerto Rican, they think the same thing. They think that I'm crazy, that I'm going to cut up their carpets, that I'm going to be out here fucking brashing fucking windows in. I think I'm about
0: to be on my Jasmine Sullivan shit. Like, I'll bust And I'm like,
1: first of all, anyone's crazy if you give them a reason to be. You don't got to be Puerto saying. Rican for it. Like, how... Disclaimer. 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 <laughs>
0: Say that one more again for the people in the back. I
1: said what I said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, I honestly, and if that's what you're into, then that's good for you, boo-boo, but you're not going to get that from me. I'm going to sit here and be like, let's talk about this. Or you know what? I'm not in the right headspace. I don't want to have this conversation because I'm not going to be able to formulate the right words to tell you how I feel right now. Can we talk at a later date? Point blank and period. Like, I don't have time to be playing games. I don't like that shit. Either you ride for me, you ride for me. If you don't, keep it pushing, boo. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, I mean, we just covered, you know, the whole how we feel about Puerto Rican men being uh, considered crazy and Puerto Rican women being considered crazy. And then you have the whole aspect of, me, huh? pero, you gain some
1: weight. Uh Well, let me say this. (laughs) Let me say this. I wanted to talk about this because I, but I experienced this more from my. Actually, no, I expe- I just experienced this more from an older generation. So yeah, I feel like the older generation always has to point out your weight, and I never understand it when. So it gives me anxiety to go into Thanksgiving and Christmas to be honest, because when I show up and I already know a nigga gained a little weight, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. They got to go and be like, oh, but you gained some weight. And I'm like, first of all, do you even know what a fucking gym is? Calm the fuck down. Leave me the fuck alone. I just want to violate everyone in the room. Yep. And I feel bad because they're, they're my older generation and, you know, you got to respect. But at that point, it's hands on deck. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't be disrespectful to me. We'll
0: throw hands.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what about you? Like, do you get that a lot?
0: Um... Honestly, I've been very fortunate that they will tell my mom. They won't tell me, though.
1: <laughs> mm. You know what I, What I hate about that, though? They'll tell you you're gaining weight and then serve you three to four fucking plates of motherfucking food, carbs, <laughs> starches, and everything. And then you know what gets me more tight Ooh. is that when they're serving you, you're like, no, 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 dame my ensalada. They're like, no, 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 no. It, my my guy is seven spoons of rice with pernil, chicken and ham because you gotta have all three, okay? With and a little salad. Ensalada de
0: papa, ensalada de Oh my god! So
1: you, you know, then you sit there and you watch everybody eat, and you're just thinking to yourself, "Well, yeah, the fuck I gained weight. The, the Look the at what you... the fuck we eat. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the fuck y'all trained me for."
0: We just, it's,
1: it's a marathon, not a sprint, baby. A oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? Just because you know, I'm I'm clearly the easy target in my family. Like I, for any little thing that I do, I'm just commented on. Any thing that, I do. that I do, what they commenting on me and you, what? Me and you. <laughs> but literally, like I'll be the first one to finish eating because I'm a fucking beast.
0: You're same,
1: okay? And they'll be like, oh, do you want seconds? I'm like, first of all, you just called me a lard. (laughs) (laughs) Did you
0: think that shit was cute? Yo, As I
1: cry in the corner.
0: Dead ass, dead ass. But, I mean, moving on. Another thing that, like, really irks me, and I used to say, like, oh, yeah, Sudma's never asked me that, or Sudma's never asked me this, and... And low-key, she's been asking me it more and more lately, and I don't know if it's because she thinks her other kids are never going to give her grandkids, but for some reason, it looks like it's going to fall on me.
1: You're the closest one. Pretty
0: much. And the whole, like, you know, you're 26, and when do you think, you know, you're going to have... Like, I was playing with my little cousin, and I think I've said this before. I was playing with my with my little cousin. She's so freaking cute. Lani Lani, I love her. And she, my mom looks at me, and she goes, oh, when do you think you're going to have kids? And I was like... Aah! <laughs> Shorty, until there is a ring and a man that I am betrothed to, I am not having children. Why would I want to? I just don't
1: under, for me, I just don't understand the rush to have kids. I, I don't to get it. If, if
0: you are in a place in your life where you can have children, yo, deadass, ass, more power to y'all. Like, that's what's up. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just not for me. You and know, I and it's I just for me right now. I
1: feel like the older generation it's hard for them to understand that because it's also hard for them to see that there are other avenues to go down than than go down the road with just having kids PSA, and a good job PSA. and a husband. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this traditional life that you thought existed, <laughs> bitch. We here to fuck it up. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to get familiar and get hip.
0: Yeah, yo, PSA, PSA. Um... This this ain't this this ain't your days. These aren't the days you was living in. This ain't it. Get y'all all sound like the one football player that had his one shot at the league and missed it, and still rocks his fucking. Let him. And and for me, like to this day, let it go. I, I, let it go.
1: I try to think big, and I'm like, you know what, you know. Whatever, I get it. That's how they were back in the day. And, and me and my mom have this talk all the time. But my mom's a little bit younger, so she's been able to adapt to the millennial right. way. Right. But there, there are still things that she doesn't understand, like shaming she just doesn't get shaming at all. She's like, I feel like you're a little bitch. Like you need to, like this is literally how my mom speaks. You need to man the fuck up. And I'm like, first of all, calm down because we got emotions. (laughs) It's human.
0: I'm an emotional gangster. Okay. Okay.
1: But I feel like the older generation is so hard for them to understand that yes, at 25, 26, you're not going to have kids because you are focused on a career and you went to college and you did what you needed to do to get where you need to get. So it's okay. You still have time. It's going to be fine. There's also other options. Yeah. And I I don't I don't know. I just, I never understood that. But I'm also not a female, so I've right. never gotten Well,
0: that. I mean, I was just, that honestly is the best segue into the next thing that I was going to say. And it's, you know, how, you know, we're talking about women and having kids and things like that, but going into um sexuality and how you know they in the culture they tiptoe around it because it's so taboo um like we've said before and it's frowned upon <laughs> because you know i you have to be like my ma- what is it machismo or whatever like that's just that's <sighs> like it's in your dna that's what you are supposed yeah. to be as a latino man
1: yeah my father He was very much like that. I had to be a macho. I had to fight my cousin one time in the street. Street, like, fight, fist fight. Like, all love to the side. We're two niggas throwing the ones right now. Like, that's what the fuck we doing. Mm -hmm. And my father on one side, my uncle on the other side, because I needed to learn how to be a man. Do you understand the psychological issues that does to a person? Like, I am a lover, not a fighter. I talk my shit, but I keep it cute. And just to experience that, like just to prove that I was a man, I was crying and my father was like, you need to man up. You need to man up. And I'm like, is it not manly to have emotions? No, it's not. I don't it's understand not. that. I just don't understand not. that aspect. And you know what, sa- what saddens me about the whole thing is that we have parents, men, fathers who are out now still, still passing on that torch to their sons. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're teaching your son to be a cold hearted motherfucker. And that's not what we need in this world.
0: Right. We need, like, we just need... We just need more men.
1: We need to do better.
0: Yeah. We just need more fathers to understand that. And I think... A five-year-old can fucking cry when he fell off of his damn bike. Yeah, like... It hurts. Ow. Let him feel that.
1: And not only that, but I think when it comes to sexuality, it's, like you said, it's it's tiptoe all the way around. I recently heard my grandmother like, say that I was gay.
0: Hold
1: on, run that back. Right. Like, she was She was just, she wasn't saying anything bad, but she was just like, oh, you know, he's gay. And I was like, looked at her, like, even I tiptoe around it, around my family, because I've never formally came out to my family. I've only came out to my mother. And, you know, if and, you, uh, if you that tell your mother something, everyone else is going to find it. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I did my job. But, um... Yeah, so she was just like, I just looked at her like, wow, like it doesn't bother her and it doesn't bother me. And I, I find that amazing. And luckily in my family, I have yet to come across somebody who's been very discriminative towards my sexuality. But um, I know that in other families, like I've heard stories upon mm-hmm. stories and I'm just like, wow, that hurts my heart. Because how can you raise someone for so long? And then just because they've chosen. Oh, I lied. My father just. Dis- my father discriminated against me. But that's a whole other episode. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, but I just feel like how can you raise someone for so long and then just because they are something that you don't understand, not because you don't approve, because you don't understand, you want to get rid of them, you know? So
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think, and it just, well, you know, to go off of that, it's like in the last episode I said that we you know are taught that family's so important family's so important but once you go against what they believe in and what the 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 social and cultural norms are then it's like we don't know who you are and it's we're, mm-hmm. we're going to disown you and again you don't you don't belong mm-hmm. here you don't fit you're a, you're a puzzle piece that doesn't quite fit in this perfect picture we're trying to paint
1: and um, I feel but I also feel like for like for me I don't know like I just kind of as I was going through my transition from understanding that I was a full gay man, that I'm going to live like this the rest of my life, there is no changing it, through my teen years, my 15 years, my 15-year-old to 18-year-old self really separated himself from the family so that when I come back, I'm able to hold myself on my two feet if anything is to, you know, come up discriminative mm-hmm. towards me. Right. Um, I also don't... I'm also a little bit more masculine for a gay male, so... Maybe that's what's easy. Like, I, I think about these things. I'm like, what what makes it so easy for me to to fit in with my family? And it's so hard for other people to fit in. Right. Not saying that there is a wrong way or a right way, but I just try to understand what it is. So I think for me, it's just that, like... I'm a little bit more masculine, so they're maybe able to paint the picture a little bit easier. And to understand that, you know what, it's just a sexuality choice for him. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know when I first came out, like my my father was like, you know, don't be one of those locas like in Puerto Rico. And I was like, mm, I don't think I'm going to be that. I ha- I, I have dreams go and goals and aspirations. But, uh, you know, my mom also said the same thing. Gay to them is what a drag queen is to us. You know, that's oh, what I, they picture yeah, gay as. Yeah, wow. So not everybody know, like is going to be gay and then turn into... They think it's levels to this shit. Like, there is levels to this shit, but you don't go through the levels to get to... You know what I'm saying? Like, <sighs> It's a bit confusing. But, um, yeah, that's... That is, wow. That so also shaming. <laughs>
0: that cultural shaming, you, you know?
1: But I feel like in Puerto Rico, I know that a lot of gay men go through a lot of bullying and... And shaming because they are Puerto Rican because Puerto Rican men feel that Puerto Ricans have to be very masculine, very macho, like you said. Um, so I I don't know, it's right. it's it's something that is bigger than us, you know. But I feel like it starts in the home. Everything. Oh, uh, fucking one
0: thousand yeah. percent. What are you kidding? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't. Cultural shaming is such. Is it's it's so it's such a bizarre thing to tackle because it's like a lot of stereotypes do come um, with cultural shaming and it's how do you, how can you be mad about one thing, but you can't be mad about another just because something doesn't affect you. You think, Oh, I don't have to think about that. So it doesn't make me upset. But then it's like someone says something else. And then it's like, Oh, now that's what's going to make me upset. And there's a lot of stereotypes about like our people that I'm just like, ugh. But like low sucks. key though, but like low yeah. key, you're like not
1: wrong. You and know? I get, you, like, I completely understand you, but I, like, I try to tell my mom because I was having this conversation about shaming in general, not mm. just cultural shaming, but just shaming in general. And I tried to tell her, like, you know, the way I take it on is like, if if I feel like it's wrong, then it's probably wrong. One, two,
0: right.
1: I try not to think too deep into it. How you live your life and how I live my life are two very different things. If, For instance, if if you feel like every day you want to have a drink and I don't want to have a drink, that doesn't change my love for you. Like, I still love you. Mm -hmm. I may love you more when we go out. (laughs) Because I know you're going to have that LQ. But, you know, love is love. And I just feel like people think too much into things. Like, cultural shaming especially in 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 this city i've experienced it the worst like i've experienced people to my face making jokes about puerto ricans and how we rob and how how yeah what he
0: spelled backwards is
1: like (laughs) i didn't even know that i'm done how we're just ghetto how we're loud how well how we're this but i'm just like or, or my favorite is how put this is this baffled me when I was told this, and I was told this this past summer, how Puerto Ricans were in Lawrence for so long, and instead of taking advantage of our opportunities to open new businesses, to create new ventures, um, the Dominicans came and did that, and that's why we don't have a Puerto Rican culture in Lawrence, because Dominicans are now the pioneers in this city with business and with things, and they took advantage of what America has let them do. I sat there and I was like, oh, if that's how you see it, okay, cool. I'm not going to argue with you. Mm -hmm. I don't have facts. I don't have facts behind me and I don't have time. Like, but if that's how you see it, okay I me the way I see it is one I wasn't around back then so I don't really know right. but when the Puerto Rican culture was rich in Lawrence I do feel like there was a lot more Puerto Rican businesses around and they didn't survive because like these like cho- like any I business feel like they
0: chose to leave once Dominicans came
1: one and two like any business that, just chooses not to get with the times. Yeah, We have to remember that the past 20 years have been 20 years of transition. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been 20 years of stillness like the 70s to the 80s. It hasn't been 20 years of like, okay, we're starting slow. It has been a fast transition from yeah. a regular, regular life to now what we have today, a millennial lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, some businesses cannot keep up with that. We still have a lot of bodegas in our community that are owned by Hispanics, that are owned by Dominicans, that are owned by Puerto Ricans. We still have a lot of that culture here. The problem is that the Puerto Ricans who who were born here and raised here are now gone because they can't relate. They don't want to adapt. Yep. Go to Springfield, though. Holyoke? But them Puerto Ricans over there. ghetto.
0: Yo... Mm-hmm. Puerto Ricans, what, what, West Springfield? Stop playing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> like, they they ride a die type shit. <laughs> I'm like, what? But they
1: are some other shit, though, because this is the, another issue that we have in our own culture is that people from our culture want to ride so hard that they violently, violently want to get their message across. Right. As, instead of educating yourself... And, and bringing yourself to that next level, like you were saying earlier, like, I'm not going to stoop down and get crazy because that's the stereotype I was given. I'm going to prove you otherwise mm-hmm. with facts, with knowledge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We need more of that.
0: Right. I just think, can anybody explain to me what the beef is between Puerto Ricans and Dominicans?
1: Right.
0: Like, dead ass. Like, I think I've been asking. I've had, I've literally had. Um, white people ask me like what is the beef like why do my puerto rican friends or why do my dominican friends speak so poorly of like each other and like what is that and i cannot for the life of me give an answer because i don't understand why we shame each other like i listen it's crazy to me like when i talk about a person the first thing that if i'm talking to puerto rican the first thing i say is dominicano dominicana and it's like no actually they're one of us like they're Puerto Rican and then it's like oh well I don't know what happened with that one and it's like now you're gonna defend them because they're one of yours but you still don't agree with what they did but because I said they're Puerto Rican now, you, now, now you're gonna pass right. now if I would have said oh yeah they're Dominican see, sí, I told you yo Dominicans claro que sí. Dominicans are like this or yeah. Dominicans are like that and blah 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 yeah. and I've had my fair share of shitty experiences with Dominicans and, but it's and, just and, you know,
1: people in general you yeah, cannot well, you generalize can it anybody. to anybody yeah.
0: Yeah, but it, it, in, in Lawrence no, it, is, I, it does make yeah, sense yeah, that the pop you. the the population is that of Hispanic descent. You know what I'm saying? Like Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, um, primarily. We have um, a lot of
1: Mexicans. We have a lot of Guatemalans. Right,
0: but they're so unproblematic, we forget they exist.
1: You know why? Why? Cause I don't know. <laughs> I was there, I was like, Do you
0: know why? Cause I don't. Um, they just took over the Howard Street Park and made it the tennis courts, into a volleyball net. But whatever. What? Um, yeah, we did. need to drive
1: by after this after this taping I live right there, now, bro.
0: I live right there. Right oh wait, where, where are we park, talking
1: about? Howard oh, park. okay, okay, got you, got you, got you.
0: Right there on Lawrence Street. Um, but I mean, I think I it's thought you were just, talking about Junip,
1: the run around Juniper, Juniper Street? Street. No, There's no, no, a park that's there? The tire box.
0: box. No, 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 that's not it. Um, Shout that was just infested with needles now, unfortunately. Oh, god. Um, moving forward. Yeah, moving on. Um, I don't know. I, I think there's just so much... I just hate the culture-shaming thing. Yeah, the jokes are funny amongst us, but now you really have to be cognizant and think about if you heard someone else say it. Like, if you heard, you know, a gringo say it, if you heard
1: right. anyone
0: outside of us say it, now you got a whole problem. Now you're ready to call the gang. Like, Everybody's rolling out nine seven eight nice, seven, eight, click. Now, now we got a problem. And I just... I, I'll never... I'll just I I'll never get the beef. I'll never understand stereotypes in general. Granted, they may be funny. They funny, and, as but
1: fuck. there's a, there's a time and a place to to say things. You know. What but I'm my saying? thing
0: is is that like when I I listen to like I, you know like I enjoy social media. I'm not gonna front. And yeah, when we I know. come across, you don't like, have to front.
1: <laughs> I do love IG. Um, you didn't have to throw that. When sentence. I came across, when I
0: when I come across like you know comedians and and I like read the captions and they're like, oh Puerto Rican women be like, and I see like white men portraying Puerto Rican women and I'm like, that's not even you, you gotta be specific about it. If that's you know most of the ones that I see are like. It's New York Puerto Rican women that they're portraying. Don't say Puerto Rican women because we don't all sound like that. And that's your take on a Puerto Rican woman. Nine times out of ten, you're talking about one specific woman. It's I'm going to say two
1: stereotypes. Dime. One, the Hispanic who wears their colors of their flag every single day and their flags on every fucking article of clothing they have. That's crazy. I literally saw, literally saw two people at the Lowell bus stop and they had on red joggers with a red shirt with a keychain that was red that sounds and like a blouse, red bro. and they no, it red <laughs> Puerto Rican with the Puerto Rican flag and the Puerto Rican baby. Mm. I didn't believe this. And then they had on some black glasses with Puerto Rican bracelets. And I'm just like looking at them like
0: you know what's crazy, First though? First of all,
1: where do you buy those clothes?
0: That, my, my thing is, is that...
1: Semani <laughs> Pana? My nigga, you doing a shopping spree at Semani Pana? Like, what's going on? <laughs> they said, I'm going to stock up for the winter. <laughs>
0: nah, my thing is, is that... I. A lot of people always talked about like, oh, Puerto Ricans always have their little flag hanging from the mirror and blah blah blah. blah. And I, and I thought, it was, you know, I thought it was funny, but I I was like, fuck dude, that. I'm, I can be very inquisitive sometimes, and I oh, that's like, a big word. I was like, why is that? So I started to read up on, um, you know, why a lot of Puerto Ricans are so prideful and why a lot of a lot of us, you know, display the flag and want you to know that yes, we are Puerto Rican, and it's because there was a point in history in America in this in time. Where, if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't in. It was in New York. Where, if you displayed the Puerto Rican flag or anything of that nature, you were killed in America. You were killed for displaying your love of your country or you know your island. Drop
1: a clues bomb for that.
0: Things like that, and it's just like
1: that's knowledge, people. Yeah, that's knowledge.
0: It, it's okay to seek knowledge. Like you don't have to sit there and be the dumbass with all your homies. It's okay to look for it, look for the answers. Oh, and I God. read that article and I, I was like, wow! Like it makes so much sense how at the Puerto Rican Day Parade all you see are the Puerto Rican flags because there was a point in history, like I said, where if you even displayed that, if people cops would raid your homes and if they saw that you had a flag, you were taken into police police custody and put into jail. For your flag, you know what I'm saying. So when you ask a Puerto Rican why they oh, why why we always repping our flag or why are we so proud of you know where we come from, there's a history behind that, and you gotta understand that we were killed for shit like that, over a flag, over wanting to be prideful. That's crazy. And it makes sense to me. And and when I read that article, it makes sense to me why. I'm I'm very my like my mom is 63, so she was growing up in that time where just four hours away in New York, that was a thing and was that was taking place yeah, yeah. and it was found upon. So I was able to make that connection into my actual life today because I'm like Diablo. I would get why people would be fearful and why. Yeah, the Latin culture, when we celebrate it, it's like Noche Buena. Christmas Eve is when we celebrate it. And, you know, we're singing all the, uh, all the, mm. like the, like the, um, El Burrito like, <laughs> I love that song. Um, and like, it's like those little things that we do. Like, so I know Adrian
1: <laughs> Baylon's Christmas album. It was, it was, that kinda shit was lame.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's like, I, growing up, I can only remember ever embracing being Puerto Rican when it came to the to holidays. holidays. Yeah, that was yep. the only. But time. But also, our
1: our parents and our their parents grew up in a time where there was always a white person telling them, "You cannot speak Spanish. You have to speak English. You have to, you know." And they, right, the way they saw, I mean, the American dream, which is what they were all chasing. So to them, there was no Puerto Rican lifestyle in this american dream it was literally like i want to live like the white folks do so i can understand why our older generation uh, i don't know i I, it's just it's confusing honestly it really like i i can't gather my thoughts but it it really is just confusing because it's like i can understand why nowadays for us it's easier to embrace our hispanic culture and why for them it wasn't because it was so frowned upon for them growing up, you know? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, mi gente. So I mean we can get into we could literally dissect each one of these questions that we just asked. And we each went other. deep today. And you know what I'm, I'm, I'm going saying? home
1: today from Arro Guandules. <laughs> Do they say guandules? <laughs> I can't stand you. We went deep today, but we ride for our Puerto Ricans, yo. We Puerto Rican too. Fuck out of here.
0: But we also ride for our Dominican brothers. Yo,
1: fuck. Y- we just
0: proud to be like They got some you know, totones, you know, we, though. Yo, know, that mangu, that triplet. Stop it. Stop I'm it. it. I'm just here Stop for all it. of it. I, I'm hungry. I, I'm
1: just here for all of it. I'm just like, can but, uh, yeah, Anyways, that on. was Caldero Talk today, Culture Shaming. We Ooh. got into a, a lot of stuff that we wanted to get off our chest. Um, we'll definitely got to do a part two. I feel like every episode this season, we're doing a part two in season we two. We have to, because
0: there's but just so there's many just, things yeah. that you just, as we start talking, we're like, damn. Fuck and when yeah. we play it back, we're like, damn, we should have said that. But you know what? Now we could do that again next time. <laughs> um, it just, it's just a lot of a lot of things that we want to just unpack within our community. Again, this is a podcast curated for Latinos, by, by Latinos. Latinos. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, so uh, we're definitely going to head over to our next section. That was Caldero Talks for Culture Shaming, episode number seven. Yes, yes, yes. Let's head over to our next section, which is A Reposar. A la
0: sofrito, a la sofrito, a la sofrito, ay, ay. Ya yo no tengo hambre. A reposar, a reposar.
1: Sofrito is the best. Sofrito speaks best. Ra, 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 Ra? Yeah? He's, don't
0: excuse Rubén. That's the Sofrito remix. Two. That's the Sofrito remix for season two. Well, We're you don't know
1: about my latest song? Yo, don't play with me, bro. Sofrito spoke? <laughs> I'm done. Welcome to the next section. A so, Nina, you got any shout-outs this week, sis? Get you, look know,
0: you already know what I'm saying. It's going to be my roommate, my shorty, my shorty, Jerrica Santiago. Oh, my
1: God. We literally shout her out every week.
0: I know, because she's the only one that follows fucking directions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shout-out, Jerrica, wherever yeah. you are in this world. We got mad love for you right now. Five feet from us. Hey, what about me? Okay, thank you. I'll just lead myself into my shout-outs. Um, I want to shout-out my cousin Shakira. I want to shout-out Jerrica. I want to shout-out Winnie. Winnie! Winnie me and Winnie got to go out. Winnie, if you're listening, which I know you is, we got to go out.
0: Y- yes, yes, we do. Bring Leanne, bring Leanne.
1: Ooh, and bring that guy to arrest me. Oh my! God. <laughs> she knows exactly who I'm talking about too. <laughs> that light skin, uh. <laughs> 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 Ready for that? <laughs> whoop, whoop. All right, let's go into our affirmations. Uh, my affirmation for this upcoming week. Don't worry, I'll lead myself into my affirmations. My no, affirmation. Like, You're
0: not even giving me a chance to speak, my guy. All <laughs> right, Damn. let's try this again.
1: Let's go into our affirmations.
0: Ruben, what are your affirmations for this week? My,
1: oh my God, thank you so much for asking. My affirmations for this week, and and it's corny and cheesy, but when I saw it, I was like, yo, that's dead going to be my affirmation. <laughs> my affirmation for this week is to be thankful for closed doors, bad vibes, and stuff that falls apart. It'll protect you from things not meant for you, dumbass. Oh,
0: so like what I said two weeks ago?
1: Uh, basically but in a different quote. <laughs> what about you? What's your quote?
0: I don't have a quote um but my affirmation for this week is to stop limiting yourself and
1: That a quote. That's dead a quote.
0: I don't know who the fuck the quote is by but like stop limiting yourself if you want to do something and you're going to set your mind out to do it if you have to step out of your comfort zone to do it like I said in a couple episodes ago um when it feels scary to jump that's when you're supposed Ooh. to jump. Um if you have she's
1: reading chicken noodle soup right now <laughs> <laughs> the quotes are coming up.
0: i hate this guy um, but i mean i know I, i've talked about a lot of how i enjoy being in my comfort zone and things like that and you never really grow until you become uncomfortable so try and do something that makes you uncomfortable whether that be you know going to a networking event whether that be you know sending that risky text you know what I'm saying? whether that be you know uh, asking for a raise at work or understanding your worth um, enough to not limit yourself because I feel like in the society today that we are, there's so much freedom, but now you're, freedom! Being, now it's like you're almost being boxed in because it's like you have to limit yourself because now you can't offend this person or you can't mm. offend that person. So you are kind of with your back up against the wall trying to figure out your, your way out of this now. Confined space you've been put in because you might be too much for the world, but that too much might be speaking out to someone who needs to hear it. Um, so you're again, only
1: too much for someone who's too little.
0: Oh, grr. you know what I'm saying? Or they're not ready to hear the truth. Oh. So I think that I have to take my own advice and I need to stop limiting myself. And there's a lot of things that you know people have hit me up to do, and I keep saying like, "Well, I've never really thought about it," or it's all about changing the... your wording. You know, instead of saying like, instead oh, I can't no, do that. Instead of saying no,
1: say I've never really thought about it. Yeah,
0: instead of being like, no, I don't want to do that. Be like, actually, I've never really put <laughs> much thought to it. Said. And he's not wrong, Ruben. You're not wrong in saying that. <laughs> That's the truth. And it's like, oh, well, I never really thought about it. So now you, you can now start to put thought to it. And if it really is truly something you don't want to do, then you don't have to do it. But if it's something that you are now playing with the idea, don't limit yourself go into it full force, and if it sucked, it sucked, fuck it, move on.
1: And if, I, but if somebody asks you to do something new, why don't you just say, I'll get back to you in a couple of days?
0: I actually have that going on right now. I'm <laughs> sitting here shitting my pants. Like, well, I don't know if I can do that. But then again, that's self-limiting. So why don't I just try it out, and if I don't like the outcome, be like, okay, that was cute. That was fun. I'm never going to do it again. Thank you for asking. So with that being said, mi gente, stop limiting yourself this week. Understand that there you are meant for a greater purpose. You are here on this earth. God woke you up today because there was something that you were supposed to do. Whether you figure that out or you don't figure it out, you're here for a purpose. So that's all I got for my affirmations for this week.
1: Okay, oh. that was episode number seven, Culture Shaming, Sofrito Speaks. My name is Ruzales and I am uh, checking out.
0: This is Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente. Oh, thank you for tuning into this episode of sofrito speaks
1: make sure you follow us on instagram at sofrito speaks to keep up with all of our latest content In this email. Nina. I'm not bad. Nina, the correct name, please.
0: Say it again. I'm sorry, go ahead.